Welcome, as always, to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where I have cursed everyone else to talk about uh, Disney movies and stuff that are on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I'm Steven, and there are two non-consecutive frames in this episode where I'm not wearing a shirt. Have fun finding them. I'm Kat, and in my spare time, I too enjoy stealing jet skis and piling, piloting them across alligator-infested swamps. <laughs> Hi, I'm V. And sometimes I am also a bottle that just sings. With the singing voice of yeah. <laughs> Shelby Flint. <laughs> yeah, the intro on this episode on this movie was kinda of weird. Um yeah, Nero's not here. We've got Veer. Oh, haha. Uh, we've got Veer yeah. as our guest. Um I feel like I had more I was gonna say. There's an alligator named Nero, so at least Nero's not completely without presence in this episode. This is where he actually uh, was. He had to uh, he had to re, uh, re he had to revise hey. his role in this movie. What? So that's why Nero's not alli- here this week, is they had to reprise their role in the movie. It was it was, oh, it was oh, a Broadway production. I'm I'm i I thought you were talking about the alligator reprising some kind of role in the podcast. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I mean, anyway, that's also ow. true. Oh, God. I mean... I tossed a Thor toy and it hit me in the face. I mean, you're I'm not supposed to do down. that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that down. I thought I was going to hang off of my glasses for a hot second there. Yeah. Um, anyway. <sighs> Dang it. Okay, didn't get all the odds out before we started recording about Anyway, though, uh, we talked about The Rescuers this week. Apparently, the first Disney movie to get, or Disney animated movie to get a sequel, which I did not realize. This is actually uh, one of the movies like, where I actually prefer the sequel to the original. I don't think I ever saw either one. I I saw The Down Under before I ever saw this one. Nice. I mean, this one wasn't bad. Oh, no. That was all right. There's just not a whole, whole lot going on. Um, yeah, it's a feel-good movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, they waited like 13 years, which to me is a while, but I don't know. Production's also weird. They could have been talking about that from like the next day. I did... Uh, this is something that'll get talked about whenever we do cover the sequel, but I did think it was funny. I noticed in the, I think, IMDb trivia that um, the actor who played the albatross in this movie... He had died by the time they actually got around to the sequel. So they just uh, cast John Candy as, like, the, the albatross's brother. Yeah. Uh, which, is, which is neat. Which is neat. I like that they avoid, like, having the same character sounding different. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm his brother. Plus, they kind of made a neat little, like, kind of inside jokes. You know, they're flying albatrosses, and their names are Orville and Wilbur. Oh, his name is Wilbur? Okay, that's actually... Yeah, yeah, the Orville and Wilbur, the albatrosses. Yeah. Like I said, I saw it yeah. before I ever saw this one. 
There we go. Okay. Giant giant bird in that one, I think. I don't know. The the e My, the, the eagle uh, an endangered eagle and her eggs, yeah. Yeah, that. We'll get to that one eventually. Um Yeah, we'll get to that one eventually. There's no eagle in this one. Instead it is a small girl. <laughs> it is a it is a human girl. Uh who we open up in fucking somewhere. Apparently uh, according to the IMDb trivia, there's been a lot of, like, talk over the years trying to figure out where in the real world this would be. And I'm like, y'all, it's... I mean... It's a bayou? There's, like... Swamp? Like, it's called Devil's Bayou, and there's, like, Devil yeah. Blank is probably just a very popular thing in the real world to refer to pirate things. But I'm yeah. going to make the wild guess that it's based off the, the Devil's Punch Bowl in Mississippi. That's I didn't know that was a thing. I was just gonna sure. say it's probably either uh, Florida or um, Louisiana. That works too. Yeah, this is I think also it's like the in... movie that actually made Don Bluth leave Disney. Ah, that's yeah. funny. Um, I did also see in the trivia this is apparently, I guess, the movie that uh, let Disney Studios or let Disney Studios know that they'd be okay without Walt, which is funny. Yeah. But apparently, with this movie, they up. still kept falling like way short of their reputation, and that's what pissed Don Bluth off enough that he left with like a ton of the animators to his own studio. God, that's and then look how that did. Mm -hmm. Right. Hang on. <laughs> apparently, it was one of the biggest things that ticked him off the most was yeah. the mice's eyes. That what I don't. The way that how, like, the whites of their eyes or what should be the whites of their eyes basically blend into the fur so they just have the pupils, apparently that just drove him nuts. He hated that. Oh, that's oh, that's a weird thing to complain about. I always, thought that, I always think that's kind of neat whenever I see stuff doing that. I think it was, like, it was a number of things, but I think to him it was, like, shoddy animation. Oh. There's that, I guess. I don't know. I always think it's kind of, I always think it's kind of a neat look, but that's just... It works for the mice. I think it would have looked weird if their eyes were colored in normally. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably look too much um, like Secret of Nim if they did have right. rights. <laughs> Take it. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Steven, do you need more coffee? <sighs> no. I mean, maybe, but I don't drink coffee. I got water around here somewhere. Where did I do put you need that? some tea? Nah. You need to put some cocaine in your water. No. Do you need some meth-based moonshine? It'll make you feel like Dang a it, new I was man. Taking a, Dang it, I was taking a drink as you said that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to the moonshine scene, dude. Hot damn. Um, so yeah, we do open on somewhere apparently in the U.S. Looks like probably Mississippi, where um, a small girl is tossing a uh, message in a bottle out to sea, and then we <laughs> we get like five minutes of that bottle just like. Floating through painted backgrounds and singing. Yeah, and here's the Which, funny thing on the Wikipedia page. In the cast, it uh -oh. has Shelby Flint, who I'm assuming is a singer, but they also have it as bottle. So, I'm guessing what? we're assuming no, that the bottle is magical and is singing the song while it's drifting through the water. <laughs> Dude, dude, scrolling. Hang on, I gotta see this because I've also got the Wikipedia. Hold on. You're right. <laughs> Tell me, Flint, bottle. That's incredible. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. 
is an American singer-songwriter with two top 100 hits. Neither one of them is the song from this movie, I don't think. But, yeah. No. Get some nice <laughs> still paint, like still frame paintings, like water paintings. Yeah. Which, do, which look quite good. Um, no animation. They look better than... Yeah. Well, yeah. There's no. There's no real animation. Um, we do get like one shot toward the. I think like the end of the mm-hmm. sequence where they've got a boat just kind of like sliding across. Yeah. But I mean, still, it's it's it's, it's all nice. it looks like it's good. for opening credits it's, when back when the yeah. credits showed before the movie proper. So it's fine. Right. <laughs> uh, it looks better than some of the skin tones in this movie, which we'll get to because uh, yeah. apparently that was. Apparently that was a a, um, a problem with the digital uh, version, like porting it over to streaming. It didn't always look like that. I saw something talking about like it made some of the skin tones look kind of weird, which is not something I had ever thought about. Uh, yeah. But as as a response to this bottle, it washes up in New York. Uh, I say as a response. Um, the bottle washes up in uh, what we will find out to be New York uh, because we go to the UN and then we do the thing that I always love when it's about uh, mice, which is we go from the UN to the mouse UN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've just got their own little like conference hall built like within the walls of uh, the actual United Nations, which is fun. Uh, this scene is a lot, though. I mean, I say a lot. None of this movie is a lot. But um, they do mostly a good job with avoiding stereotypes, except for, um, I, like, right as I was saying that out loud when I watched it with um, Julie and uh, the kids at breakfast the other day, right as I was saying that, they panned over to their Chinese delegate, and holy shit, that guy. Yeah. I mean, though, it's Disney. Are we really that surprised? I'm not surprised. I just, oh boy, it took me off guard. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. That. Because the other thing that they did that I was trying to compliment them on was like saying, aside from this one thing, they also just gave all of Africa one delegate. All of these others are for countries like Argentina, Uruguay, boom, Africa, all of Mm. them. Fuck you. Again. Not angry, just disappointed. Yup, not even surprised. Just, damn y'all. It was it was 1977. They yeah. were. I'm not even gonna say doing their best, but they were they were doing something. Um, also, we, we find out later that human society doesn't know about the mice society. So, yeah, what do people think of a tiny mice you in <laughs> sign that's just kind of just sticking out? Yeah, like, well, especially because we see that they all get here by writing in, like, the briefcases of the human delegates from their countries. So it's like, how do they not notice? Yeah. How do they not notice that, hmm, my briefcase is suddenly filled with mice poops? Ugh. Mm. Ugh. I'm going to have to fire the butler. (laughs) Oh, brief, briefcase full of mice poop. Ooh. Um, well, they might have it set up like an RV. <laughs> so there's one dedicated spot where all the poop and stuff goes, and they just empty that out. There we go. Every so often. There we go. 
Pick it out the window, shake out the poops, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's, um, you know how some briefcases will have, like, that extra pocket built in so that you can shove, um, a few papers in without your other briefcase stuff messing them up? It's in there. Oh. Uh. <laughs> they have pictures of somebody, like, putting their cell phone in there and then pulling it out in the charging ports clogged with mouse poops. Oh. Sorry. It's a septic tank of mice. Uh. <sighs> oh. Anyway, um, with that uh, wonderful picture in our heads. Yeah, let's moving, keep going. moving on. Uh, we we get uh, you know their opening song and the dedication to I don't know why this messed me up for a few minutes, but it did. Euripides' Mouse. Um, I don't know why that messed me up so bad. Uh, the, who is I guess the the founder of the uh, what is it the Rescue Aid Society? Mm-hmm. Yeah, RAS. R E S C U E. Rescue society. Yeah, that. <laughs> had that fucking song in my head the entire time I was meal prepping last night. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I was actually going to mention during the opening credits, uh, one thing that stuck out to me is uh, this is apparently based on a couple of books. And normally on those, it'll say based on whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. This one said, said suggested by, which I've never seen in a movie before. Um, I guess because it's not directly based on like a specific story, more like so much as just using, kind of. yeah, so much as just using the characters to tell like an original story in universe or something. Yeah, same yeah. to so like Total Recall. Ha! Like... <laughs> yeah. so usually it'll even say, <clears throat> especially when we look it up after the fact, you know, when we're getting ready for the podcast, like when we did the Black Cauldron, it'll tell you specifically it was based on this and this book from this series. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't see that. I didn't at least see that. I just saw like what Steven said. It was inspired by it, but I didn't see any particular. Yeah, suggested by um, the rescuers and Miss Bianca. I didn't look up the plot summary of Miss Bianca, but the rescuers apparently up until that book, they were the prisoners' aid society and were basically just hanging out with human prisoners uh, to enrich their lives, which is. Really wholesome and sweet to think about, but uh, they decided they were to change their role. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, Mr. Jinxers was part of the thing. There we go. Um, but no, like uh, apparently the, the plot in that one is that some French poet has been wrongly uh, arrested, and so they decide to switch from just prisoner's aid to actually like rescuing him, and then the whole thing happens with. Bianca and I had Bernard or Bernard, and I, I didn't read on, but apparently two mice managed to rescue a human prisoner out of jail. So that happens. Um, so I guess it's basically just taking like the same overall idea, mm-hmm. is why it suggest, said suggested instead of like based on. But anyway, uh, Bianca is showing up late to this thing. Uh, Bernard is <laughs> Bernard is our janitor, which I wasn't expecting because, like I said, I hadn't seen. This. Yeah, I Bernard, Jumpman, be... Mario, Bernard. <laughs> God damn it. God, he really does look like a Mouse Mario, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. But yeah, no, he, I wasn't expecting him to just be the janitor. I, like I said, since I'd never seen this. I assumed he was just part of the group or whatever, but nah. Um, he's hanging out outside singing along with the theme song as... Bianca shows up late to the meeting, but it's fine because everyone thinks that she's hot. Mm-hmm. Like, they try, they keep a weird, like, 
The wholesome vibe that goes on throughout the whole movie is kind of weird considering that this part is where all the mice are just super horny for this one other it's, mouse. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they have like, <clears throat> and then they have like the whole like, we're gonna be feminist thing happening mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like, um, they they bring in the bottle, and Bernard takes like a broken ass comb to climb up to it, and we get the introduction of him being like superstitious, and that he's like. He specifically stops everything to be like, hey, this thing only has, like, 13 steps. Are we okay with that? <laughs> the British dude leading the meeting is just like, oh, my fucking God, just get on. <laughs> but uh, he he pulls out the letter, and it's, like, half-soaked, because, of course, it is. Mm-hmm. It's gone through the ocean. Um, which has some weird ocean currents that led it, like, from Mississippi around up to New York. But That'd be a river, then. That would that'd be a river, then. That wouldn't be an ocean. You know what? You're right. I guess it would be. I, I was, was thinking... River slash sewer was, system, in which case, ew. Well, I was but, thinking it like must have gone like out into the Gulf of Mexico, down around Florida, and then up the coast. But that also... A river makes more sense. I, I don't um, think there's any rivers that go from Mississippi or Louisiana to New York. The closest <laughs> would probably be the Mississippi River, but even that would well, still that end up... That just goes up and like, down. That doesn't go side to side. Yeah, though. exactly. It's yeah, also, it's it's like, it would, it would push have... it towards the Gulf. It's the river of plot. Oh, you're That's right, it, it would. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, there we go. It's plot okay, river. We're aimed up on it. It's a magical singing <laughs> bottle. We shouldn't be surprised by this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um... Well, I was the same. Oh, yeah, they get the letter out, they read it, all of that jazz. And then Bianca's like, I want to go. And dude starts talking about, oh, oh, little lady, I know that we are feminists here, but are you sure? And all of this stats. I'm like, bro, what are you? Bro, what? Let Grandpa have his moment. <laughs> I. It really is very much just Grandpa being Grandpa for a minute. Like, dude, chill. Just let her go. It's fine. I mean, she's a tiny mouse. It's probably not fine, but like. You know, I can't think of why she would be doing any worse than any of the rest of you. Yeah. It, it's yeah. fine. Everything is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, something else that I, for some reason, didn't expect, I assumed that she would be like, I knew she, I knew she wasn't American just from having seen commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I was assuming that she was British, but apparently she's Hungarian, which yep. again was unexpected for me. Yeah, for some reason, um, I thought she was French. Really no, well, I mean, yeah, or that. thought French too, but just I think they kind of realize that you really can't hide Eva Gabor's accent. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to point out is that she's a Hungarian um, character uh, being voiced by a Hungarian actress, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can count the number of times that has happened on one hand. Not specifically with Hungarian, but like you know that they actually have a uh, a voice actor from the country voicing the, the character. I feel like I can count the times that's happened. Have her sound hand. like she comes from the country, you know, like in Beauty and the Beast where everybody except Lumiere had English, <laughs> had American accent. God! And even Lumiere, it's not like he was an accurate. It's not oh. like he was a good French accent. Right. Well, everyone knows Beauty and uh, the Beast was set in America, France. <laughs> God. It was in Paris, Texas. <laughs> you know, you know what? 
that's what it, that's exactly where it is. Paris, Texas. Yeah. I, I, I forgot that was the town. Yeah, climate change hit it really hard then. Do what? Climate change hit it really oh. hard then. <laughs> God, you're right, didn't it? Um, where where was I? Oh yeah, uh, she's Hungarian. That's where I was. Uh, but no, we we get um, her volunteering to go rescue the small child, even though at the at this point they have like no details other than that it's a girl that needs to be rescued. Which I mean, part of that obviously is that there will be an investigation. That's where you get the details. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she just volunteers Bernard to go with her. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Look, dude, I, I, there's a plot. I read the script. You gotta go with me." Hey, you gotta respect a woman who sees a man that she wants, and she just goes for it. <laughs> That right. is like a hundred percent what happens too. She, like she noticed him uh, giving her the goo goo eyes and decided, you know what, this guy's kind of hot. I'm gonna take him with me. Yeah, and it's probably also a flex to show that, yeah, I can do this by myself. And just to prove a point, I'm going to take a hot janitor with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you you all think is the least qualified. I'm gonna take him with me, and we're gonna do great. Yeah, suck it. And then you know what? They do. They end up winning. And then they get a sequel. Yep. He probably reads like those young adult novels where, you know, the scrappy underdog always winds up saving the day. So she's like, okay, the cocky blowhards are going to get me killed. So I'm going to take the janitor. <laughs> God, right? I don't That's, think I mean, YA honestly, was probably. a thing back then. Well, at least officially. I, I was using it for the sake I of the I don't record. know. Yeah, I know. I was just being a hard ass. <laughs> believe me Fair. i moved to it from my other two hosts mm-hmm. yeah um where was oh but yeah so they they um the blah, 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 blah. the letter mentioned uh an orphanage i forgot the name of it doesn't matter mm-hmm. uh sunnyside daycare there we go it's that um the letter mentioned an orphanage so they go to check that out where they meet the oldest cat in the world yeah grandpa love the grandpa <laughs> yeah yeah, Grandpa Cat, like you said in the chat, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except this guy's a nice, wholesome grandpa instead of uh, just being a dick like British Grandpa was. Yeah, he's... You know, the grand- Grandpa's... You know, they was an item once, but now they got a divorce, and it's like, like I spend time with both of them. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But no, okay, whew, stop it. But no, um, so they get there, they meet um, Rufus the cat, who uh, tells them, or who they're like, hey, have you seen a little girl named Penny? And he's like, oh my god, I love Penny. I'm pretty sure she ran away, though. Oh, you mean and my granddaughter? Like, what? Yeah, you mean my granddaughter, the only human who, talk, who for some reason can talk to me? Mm-hmm. That's never addressed, by the way. Yeah. The humans... And also it's weird, the humans, because he says they'll fire me if they find out mice have moved in as if to imply that humans do know that animals can talk and have human-like intelligence and hire them for stuff that is all that is actually kind of neat is actually no it's not because it implies that capitalism has also hit the animals Mm -hmm. um i take it back i hate that um (laughs) but that's also like the fact that humans don't know animals can talk so why did he use the term fire Instead of kick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, the movie will establish, like, multiple times that the humans can't hear the animals. Except for Penny. <laughs> Except Penny yeah. can. I don't know. It's weird. I guess it's because, like, 
she's a lonely kid, so mm. she's just connecting with the animals or something. I don't know. Um, um, um new type, also, like also Gundam new type. People say she's a new type. <laughs> yeah, God. She's going to be a gunner pirate when she grows up. You know what? Okay. You know what? Okay. You know, I would actually watch that. I know, right? It's equal. God, a Disney Gundam? That would be insane. Disney, you can have that one. Just make the movie good. I know, right? Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he basically just... <laughs> They're like, when's the last time that you saw Penny? And he's like, oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. We was hanging out, and I was reassuring her that she's actually very sweet and not at all ugly. <laughs> and go, mm -hmm. like, I missed them asking the first time I was uh, watching it uh, for the podcast. I, I missed them asking when was the last time that you saw her. And I thought he just jumped into a memory of the two of them hanging out. I didn't get the connection for a minute. Because it basically is. It's not like this memory is significant. Like, oh, the last time I saw her, she was getting kidnapped or anything. It's no, she just mm -hmm. didn't get adopted, so I helped her to feel better. And then the next thing I knew, yeah. she was gone. And it's like, bro, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you missed some details there, cat. Now, Grandpa's Wait, just not having you. a hard time remembering things. <laughs> I know. Grandpa, Grandpa didn't quite get it figured out for us. Oh, there's JJ. I should tell Julie about that. She's been looking for... I found a JJ <laughs> Coca Melon toy that Julie's been looking for for like a day and a half. Uh, sitting on the bed in here. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway. Hey, I'm sorry for interrupting you, cat. <laughs> um, Every time you all say cat, Cranberry, like, opens one eye from his bed and glares over here like I am trying to mother. sleep. Mm. Mother, quit calling me. Julie's <laughs> over here texting me that I'm too loud. Okay, anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, right, yeah, so they're like, okay, well, is there, you know, anything useful that you can tell us? And he's like, well, there's that really creepy lady who hangs around here, but I'm, I don't think Penny would have gone with her, right? I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah, she wouldn't mess around with anyone trashy like them. I know! <laughs> Which, he does use for very trashy. He d oh, he does, that's right. But... But yeah, so he he tells them about Madame Medusa and how she's got a mm -hmm. pawn shop just across the across town or fucking whatever. Um, so they they go to that and like I was expecting this to be a whole thing. Honestly, them hanging out at Madame Medusa's does not take very long. Really, just to establish that uh, hey, this lady's here, and mm -hmm. um, she she comes in and she's basically like. Cruella DeVille, if Cruella was a poor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if she was a filthy peasant. <laughs> I love her energy, though. She's insane. This lady's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a shame that she's not in more stuff. I know. Like, if the, if the sequel was Medusa Strikes Again or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. The rescue is free. Medusa somehow returned. There we go. <laughs> I would love it if that was even the title. It uses the word somehow. Um, 
But yeah, no, they, they're looking around. They find... She's got Penny's, like, English book just sitting there at the pawn shop. Like, girl, you gotta get rid of that. That's evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which, and exactly, exactly like I said, that lets the mice know that she's been there. And so they start looking around. And then she comes in and gets has a phone call where she yells at her assistant guy. Like... Now, it's not her fault. CSI hasn't been invented yet, so they don't know about, you know, not leaving evidence in fucking plain sight. And also, this is, like, the 1970s. Yeah. The police probably didn't care about runaways. God. Okay, you know what? Orphans. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you know what? Not wrong. That she's, you know what? By, by 1977 standards, she's doing everything right. And in fairness, she'd have gotten away with it if it weren't for these meddling rats. Yeah. So, so you know what? I also probably with murder too. Y- you know what? She probably fucking but, would have in there, wouldn't she? So you know what? I I withdraw my criticism. We're getting ahead. She's doing fine. We're getting ahead ourselves. So let's let's get back on track. The, um, yeah. So this is where the the devil's eye comes in, and like they they could have established this thing better. I mean, maybe there's background stuff I didn't notice, but like. This is the first mention of it. I don't know what's going on with this mm-hmm. thing. She just found a diamond somewhere and was like, I need a tile. Mm-hmm. I want Yeah, that. basically. Like, I mean, I get that I guess it's supposed to be like pirate treasure that she fucking found or something. But it's it's not like there's been some big... It's I, I, My go-to for like assholes looking for treasure has always been the Goonies. Because at least that, mm-hmm. there'd been legends of... Fucking the pirate in that movie is called One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. That's what he's called. But, like, there had at least been, like, rumors and legends of his treasure for a while. And that's, like, they established that that's why these guys are looking for it. As far as I know, she was just poking around Mississippi and found a diamond. I mean, it could have oh, been, or it could have been, like, she heard rumors of, like, some kind of a treasure and just didn't know it was a diamond, or... They could have done, like, a little better uh, exposition on that, though. I yeah. agree. I mean... You know, the funny thing is that she didn't even find the diamond. She just found the general location. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. She'd been looking... Yeah, that's the thing, is I guess, like... I guess she and Mr. Snoops had been, must have been looking around for a while and figured out, okay, well, we've looked everywhere else, so it, it's... If it's here, it's going to be in that hole. Which, again, we'll get to. But, like... I mean, not that I'm, like, yeah. super complaining. And it's just, like... They they established the diamond existing just in, like... This one conversation of her being like, So, have you found it yet? And him being like, nah. And, to be fair, this was written during the time where... Basically, everyone believed that diamonds <laughs> could be sold for, like... Countless amount of money. That's also if you could find a big enough diamond. That's also which, true. Well, they do call. So I think they they do call it yep. like the biggest diamond in the world or something, and it's mm-hmm. it's so big that it gets her adopted. So you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. But yeah. Remember? It. Um. It. It, uh. it all gets established by uh, she gets a phone call. From who will turn out to be her, I guess, assistant guy, Mr. Snoops. Um, His Snoop does troop. The what? His Snoop does troop. Oh. The Snoop troop. The Snoop troop. Snoop troop. Woo! That's not how that goes. That's 
That was DuckTales. That's not Goof Troop. I don't know how the Goof Troop thing goes. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, all I remember is the ba-da-da-ba-da-doo-bop. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember from Goof Troop. You know what? It's more than I remember, so there we go. Oh, I... Oh, jeez. Uh, but anyway... Um, but yeah, she gets a phone call. She's basically like, so, have you found it yet? And on the other end, he's like, no. No, I haven't. And she, she, this lady tries to murder him through the phone and then realizes that she can't and instead decides, fuck it, I'm flying to Mississippi. And you know what? Go get him. You, he, I don't, I don't know anything about this man, but I, I will assume he deserves it. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, and then, so because of that, uh, which again, another baffling thing, they've got the, the mouse airport set up as part of the human airport. How do the people never notice in these movies? <laughs> like, I will admit that I'm one oblivious motherfucker, but like, how does, how does anyone else never notice? Yeah, this mini airport on top of this yeah! helicopter pad. There's a whole thing. And also, it has a radio, so there's radio signals going out. Yes! Has no one just picked up those radio signals? Someone would notice! Like, the guys in the tower would be like, Hey, how come this one time it was always just bird noises? Who's this Oliver guy? I don't, I don't know. I gotta assume at least some humans know, and they're just, like, playing dumb, because they're like, Look, man, there's stuff going on, and I don't want to get involved. They, they, it's reverse Santa Claus. They <laughs> pretend to not know for the children because they don't want to raise ethnic questions about hunting and stuff. There we go. Yeah, no, for real though, because it'd be, it, yeah, the kids would be like, "Then why are you hunting them, Daddy?" And he's like, "Still, I just feel like it, I guess." Um, oh god, this scene is a lot. Uh, <laughs> They, there's not a lot that happens in this movie, but the things that do happen are all, each of them, a lot. Uh, because we, uh, this is where um, Beb de Be, uh, Bernard being um, superstitious comes back up. We find... <laughs> we, uh, we find out that their flight number is flight number 13, and Bernard does not accept this. He is immediately like, hey, let's take a train. Which would have been... I would be very interested to see how they do the mouse train. I kind of wish that that had happened. The mouse, the mouse train. I would be very interested to see how they pull that off. Because... I'm guessing like a string of Flintstones powered like I power. I genuinely do not know. I'm so curious. Honestly, I... They could corral like a bunch of giant centipedes and have them on the front of the track. I don't know. Okay, do y'all know the concept of land ship? Yeah, like uh, the the one I in Futurama, the the land Titanic. Yeah, I'm kind of picturing that, but <laughs> the whole train is for land ship. God, I would be okay with that. That'd be neat. Um... <laughs> yeah, Disney, you can also have that. Just make the, make the cool pirate train pirate movie good. Yes, train pirates. Let's make it. Let's make a train pirate train- movie. Train Pirate Mice movie. Yes! And make it fucking good. Yes! 
A hundred percent. I'm on board for this. Um, but no, like, oh, just the most incompetent. If you're uh, Bernard, the most incompetent looking bird just crashes into the um, into just crashes into the runway, and it's like, all right, all right, guys, give me like five minutes, and then it's time to go. <laughs> Bernard is fucking dying. He's like, please, please. Bianca, can we not fly? Can we go anywhere else? Please, just just say no. And Bianca's like, nah. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bianca, Bianca takes a leaf out of Steven's book and just goes, don't worry yeah. about it. Except, yeah. not e- it's not even don't worry about it in like the schemes kind of way. It's don't worry about it in the sense of like, if we die, we die. <laughs> Bianca has got like... The, She's an adrenaline junkie. She really is. Um, because, like, her face, when they finally take off, she is loving every minute of this. Like, Bernard, Bernard hates all of it, and she's just like, hell yeah, let's go. Oh, oh. Another theory of why she chose Bernard. Because the other guys won't be as fr- scared of her events. And she's gotten so far into her adrenaline junkie that she cannot be the only one in fear. Right. She doesn't fear it, and she needs someone who's in fear to actually get off on it. Yeah. So she chose Bernard. She's, she needs to be torturing Bernard, uh, somebody in order for her to enjoy it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but, uh, but yeah, so they, they end up taking off. Uh, Bernard, like I said, hates it. They are, like, falling throughout New York or through New York City before he finally takes off. This is where um, uh, like I said with my bit and Beer I know you know about because you mentioned it in the chat. Um, this is where in the uh, I don't think it was a, I think Disney said it's not part of the theatrical release so it must have been like someone in post or someone in the editing for the the original home release. Stuck in a uh, on like literally two frames of the movie. I don't know who found it or why they were looking for it, but literally two non consecutive frames of the movie during this scene where they're like falling slash flying through New York. Um, a an image of a topless woman just got glued into a window or something. Like it's not even that something that was drawn in. It's a, a picture of a real woman just got glued into a window. Yep. Like yep. like I don't I don't know man. Apparently, Disney, like, announced it in, like, 1999 that they were going to have to recall the original home release. And it's like, y'all didn't need to. Like, no one had noticed by then. Y'all had gotten away with it for, like, years. Or you dismissed it as, like, an urban legend, but the fact that you're calling it back, you're literally telling people, yes, there is actually a naked chick in one of our movies. So now, of course, they're not going to send it back. Well, they probably... Oh, no, I wouldn't. They probably knew the internet was going to become a thing, so God. they was like, uh, we're going to have to address it sooner or later. <laughs> God. These idiots are already finding, like, sex in the Lion King. We're, the one that actually has it, they're going to eat it up. We we better get that back before anyone actually notices. Yeah, there we go. That probably meant, that's actually, <laughs> that, that actually, that might be what their reasoning was. Holy shit, because damn. Um, but yeah, so they, they survive long enough to actually get to Mississippi. I'm just going to assume that's where they are now. Uh, to, yeah. what was it, Devil's Bayou? Devil's something? Yeah, Devil's Bayou. That was it, thank you. Um, 
<laughs> they survive long enough to get there, only to be shot down. <laughs> because Snoop Troopers set off for anti-air missiles. Yeah, not even. Also known as fireworks. Yeah, there's like not even. It's not even like she's shooting them down with a gun or a cannon. She's just lighting off actual fireworks. Like what the fuck, lady? <laughs> I don't understand. And then, it's like, well, that's one way to tell everyone in I know in the swamp to your secret the pirate yeah because that's treasure stealing scheme yeah because that's the other thing is like they're they're hiding out on like a grounded boat like it looks like a like a river boat that just ran aground and then mm-hmm. got abandoned so like it's not like people would notice that she was there if she hadn't been shooting off fireworks. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, Medusa? And she does that to be like a signal that her penny escaped. But who oh, is she signaling? Right. They all all know that she's gone. Yeah, what? <laughs> the, the, she's got one human man and two alligators that work for her. And all three of them are on the boat with her. Who are you calling? Or is she doing it to try and intimidate Penny into coming back? I don't know. But the point is, they get shot down, manage to survive, and then some guy just shoves um, alcohol into Bernard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from living in the South, <laughs> I know moonshine, what moonshine looks like, and I know what meth looks like. <laughs> and this looks more like a case of meth-based moonshine, if anything, <laughs> by how... How much it kicks. Because hot damn does it kick. <laughs> like, it's... So, it's... it's uh, so all this time... Did, did, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, 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 you're fine, I'm sorry. Did you ever watch a pup named Scooby-Doo? Yeah. How they would always, like... I tolerate Ah, oh, you rude. I liked pup named Scooby-Doo. Uh, how they would always... It wasn't big. Wasn't one That's of my fair. Favorites. I'm also like a couple years younger than you, so I might have been uh, more in their demographic. Anyway, not the point. Um, how he always would turn into like a firecracker every time they gave him a Scooby snack. That's what this shit was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to our listeners, I know it's not even a movie, but just imagine right behind that little shack that the muskrats are living in, there's a meth lab. I mean, like, we don't see it, but you know that there is. Yeah. It's a combination uh, meth lab and distillery. You know, Breaking Bad was the most wholesome show on television. <laughs> Everyone is saying this, yes. Yeah. He's the one who knocks and gives people meth. <laughs> hey guys, want some meth? God. God. Um, and then Medusa gets on the most baffling, or one of the most baffling vehicles that I've ever seen. Because, y'all, what exactly is this thing? It's like... It's a jet ski, but old-timey. I mean, basically, but, like, it's the front half of a car with, like the bottom of a boat or something and then just straight up looks like a yeah, di- it's diesel punk 
I mean, you know, it basically is, I guess, because it's just got a jet engine just glued to the back of it, it looks like. I don't know what this thing is. I don't know how she doesn't die. But, like, she tears off into the swamp looking for Penny. In the behind the scenes stuff, he was like, uh, Tim's a little sad about him, his diesel pump book getting denied. <laughs> How about we do him a favor and let him draw the jet ski? <laughs> That'll make him feel better. Right? There we go. Um, yeah. But this is also uh, where we meet the alligators, Nero and um, Brutus. Which, okay. Okay, sure. The most competent goons in Disney history. Yeah, right? Because they catch her. They catch her in like two minutes. Medusa didn't even need to leave. She just let should have could have just let these guys take care of it. Cause damn, for like and they're professionals. They don't they don't need to make jokes. Yeah, they do the job. They get paid. Yeah, they exactly exactly right. They do the job. They get sassed a little bit by the girl, but I mean you know that's just to show that she's funky. And yeah, they get paid and then they leave and then they almost get to eat um, Mr. Snoops. But you know that's just that's benefits. Hello? What? I'm here. Okay. Everything got cried. I felt something broke. Oh, oh, God. No. no, no. Uh, I don't know. Steven might have broke. No, Steven. what? I'm here. Steven. What? Steven. Steven. What? Steven, your sticks. What? Steven, you're missing the bit. What? Hang on. Your sticks are burning. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you dying, Steven? <laughs> He's frantically typing something. Oh, okay. Something's up with his I mic. Get, I, okay. uh, he can hear us, but he can't, like, talk to us. He's disconnecting and reconnecting. Yeah. Cranberry. Hunky. Hey, Steven. Can you hear me now? That yes. was weird. Yeah. I don't know what Maybe happened. I could hear you before, but... <laughs> I guess cat current. Uh, I couldn't. No, it went dead quiet until I heard Veers. That was something. weird. I don't know. Um, I luck Luckily, Craig, I don't... Craig. Wait, do we still have... Yeah, Craig is here? still here. Luckily, I don't think we missed okay. much. Just uh, saying that, like, um, Nero and Brutus caught Penny. They're carrying her back by her underwear, too. Like, sure, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're alligators. It's not like they care. It's whatever. Yeah. I they're, love... They're just... They're, uh, spoke, they're spoke skaters for Coppertone. God. God. Yeah, what... What, what, what are they going to grab it from? Her arm? I know, right? Yeah, just eat her arm. There we go. But I love that, like, one of them is carrying Penny, and the other one is, like, daintily carrying her teddy bear in his mouth on the way back. <laughs> like, instead of... Look, they're just for hired help. They're not monsters. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, instead of, like, instead of, like, leaving it behind or having Penny carry it, <laughs> I, I forget which one was carrying Penny, but the other one was like, eh, might as well grab this, too. I think it was Nero. Uh, maybe... Maybe. I don't know. 
Who knows? Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, they so they they get back. This is where we meet Mr. Snoops, who Julie has thoroughly ruined for me by pointing out that he just looks like a fat version of Weird Al. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah, he does. Mr. Snoop Troop, <laughs> stop that. His snoop does troop. God. God. Um But yeah, so they, they light up they light off more fireworks that somehow spell girl back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or found girl, I think is what they say. Yeah. I don't remember. But they they spell out words using fireworks and like tell Medusa that they caught Penny, who then like immediately tears back the other way through the swamp. Meanwhile, Bernard and, um, I almost called her Penny, Bernard and Bianca have been meeting, like, these two local hillbilly mice who, like mm-hmm. who, like we said before, shoved meth-based moonshine into Bernard and, like, are just treating Bianca fine. Like, she's, she's having a yeah. good day with all of this. Bianca's doing great. That was, uh, those yeah. hillbilly mice, by the way, they are also voiced by a married couple. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that chemistry there, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. But well, yeah, that's of course it. Bianca's fine. She's used to this stuff. I, I guess. That's why she had to drag <laughs> Bernard, Bernard along. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess. Is this what hap- happens on normal rescue jobs? I guess it must be. Maybe. At least for once, uh, Bianca <laughs> chooses. I know, right? Probably. <laughs> Right? God. This is why so well in Australia in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, we only kind of established that Bianca's kind of a freak when it comes to adrenaline. Uh, yeah, that's true. We did, basically. Um, damn. Bianca's kind of a badass. <sighs> Dang it. Um, but the movie kind of forgets about the mice for a minute because now we got actually, like, Establish our human characters. Um, <laughs> this, uh, so this is where we get like uh, anything for for most of them. Uh, 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 we did skip a little bit there. Oh, did we? Damn. With because Bernard, Bianca, and the a friend of Muskrat's, <laughs> the Dragonfly. Oh yeah, Evan. Um, who's voiced by the second Mickey Mouse? Wait, the. The dragonfly is? Yes. Oh! The guy who's credited as his... As... Ever... Let me look up the dragonfly's name. Mm. Evan Rude. Yeah. Is voiced by James McDonald. Oh, nice. Who's a pantry credited as the second Mickey Mouse. Nice. The second Mick voice is sticking Mickey Mouse, or like the first one's backup, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, little column A, little column I mean, that's D. basically how, like, at least for their their big characters, that's basically kind of how they do. Is that um, right? They'll have one going for a while and bring in a new guy to like learn about mm-hmm. the job while, uh, before the other one retires. Unless you're the current Mickey Mouse. Fun fact, who uh, was supposed to start understudying for, like, a while before actually taking over. But then um, the guy before him had a heart attack in, like, the middle of the night unexpectedly. 
So when he showed up to start mm-hmm. understudying, oh, they were like, "Nope, just get to it." And he was like, "What?" No <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, uh, okay, sure. I mean, I get why they do that though, because then also, in one, do they not only do they, you know, get to quote unquote know the character, but also, I guess, so that way when it does shift over, it's not like a huge change. Like, it's not going to be suddenly that's not the same yeah. character. Yeah, ba- basically, yeah, like to give them time to like practice it and all of that jazz. Uh, but yeah, anyway, what we missed out was Bernard, Bianca, and Everrude getting on a boat and trying to go after oh, yeah. Penny. Oh, yeah, the little leaf boat. boat and following Nero and Brutus back. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so we, we go into the, the half of a yacht that um, Medusa is using as her base. Uh, this is where we establish that. Like, fucking Mr. Snoops is on such thin ice. He's, like, one screw-up away from getting fed to the gators. Mm-hmm. And, uh... We have, like... There's a really brief conversation between Medusa and uh, Penny, but I... I don't really remember what it actually was. I think it was just... Her being mean. I would... Medusa's but, pretty much a dick to Penny. Like, is. literally tells her at one point, who would want, a like, an ugly little girl yeah, like you? Yeah, like, we have, you know, our some of our more wacky, like, Disney-style Disney villains, like Yzma and... Like, over yeah, the like, Yzma and, and Cruella DeVille. the thing with this was, the whole point of the conversation was Medusa was trying to gain Penny's trust. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, you know, hey, you want to help me out, right? Um, you want to do all of this so that or do a thing for me so that you can you know go back to the orphanage or whatever no penny said she wanted to go back to the orphanage you can be adopted yeah Yeah, penny wants to go back so that she can get adopted uh and (laughs) fucking medusa's just like who would ever adopt an ugly little girl like you and it's like yo so we're in understanding that medusa was probably i'm sorry for interrupting go ahead I interrupted you. You go ahead. Okay. I was about to say, we're all in agreement that Medusa, in her perfect version of a plan, was just going to leave Penny on the boat and go back to New York, either, right? Either on the boat or in the ground, yeah. Yeah. I would say in the ground, because then nobody would find her. Yeah, well, because, like, the area that they I mean, need her to go into is, like, a little hole in the ground. So, like, she either would have pulled Penny out and just left her on the boat, or would have just left her in that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been depending like pass on... the diamond up first, and then I'll pull you out, and then she would have yeah, just walked basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on if she could get the diamond out first yeah, before dropping go. Penny. Right. Well, that's why I said you know she would tell Penny hand me up the diamond first, mm-hmm. and then she would just walk mm-hmm. off and leave her. Mm-hmm. Demon. Dang it. Um, but yeah, so they have a conversation, of basically that much, or basically that like, um, they've figured out you know where the thing is. I think she threatens to, like, feed the teddy bear to the alligators or something like that if she doesn't help, which is a weird threat. But, I mean, Penny's, like, five years old, so it works. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also stated that Penny's been pulling out, like, a whole bunch of other treasure that probably all pulled together would cost more than the one diamond. But, yeah, yeah, Medusa just really wants that one diamond. Yeah, they've got, like, two big cartoon treasure boxes full of, like, Ne- uh, full of like emeralds and shit like y'all <laughs> y'all don't need the one you're I'm... good with all of this holy shit 
in Snoop's defense, though, he did say, we had so much treasure, we can sell this. It's Medusa that just really wants that diamond. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she plans on selling it and getting rich, because she does have the pawn shop, but, like, or she just, you know, wants to, you know, have it and go all Smeagol well, over it, but, like, damn. We do get to that later, but... Oh, we do? Never mind. Then. Yeah. I guess I forgot. I guess I missed her, like, specific motive. It's... But, not the point. It's... Yeah. But anyway, like, I know, um... Bernard, Bianca, meets up for Penny during the night. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Okay, we gotta get you out of here before sunrise. Which, and I, I like... Right, still sunrise. Penny is never, like phased by the talking animals she's just like oh okay sure yeah she's a new type she already understands animals yeah oh yeah that's right we did say that <laughs> um but yeah so like they they come up with a plan they're like uh we, we we're gonna try to rescue you and she's like well but the alligators so they decide there's like a busted down elevator on the boat that they are going to trap the uh, the alligators in as a cage. Uh, I kind of ended up blinking and missing how we get from there to them sticking her down in the ground. But that's like... The- like they make the plan and then they just cut, jump cut to her being lowered into the hole. Okay, I thought that I missed something. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so yeah, so the next thing that happened... Yeah, I had to rewind to figure out, yeah. <laughs> because I thought I missed something, too. Yeah, the, the the pacing in this movie is a little weird, mostly just with that spot, I guess. But, yeah, so the, the next thing that happens is they're lowering her down into the hole, where they have managed to figure out, like, this is where the treasure is. Uh, what is it that called? The Devil's Eye is the specific diamond they're looking at, which... Now makes a lot yeah. of sense with Devil's Bayou, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um... This is made by claustrophobia, Stark yeah. Planet. I'm just like, uh, put me in a small, itty-bitty hole down under the ground. No, 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 Well, no, the no. weird thing is, like, I mean, once you get down there, it's a fairly sizable cavern. It's just, like, the entrance to it is, like, the size of a small child. Well, Well, exactly. Now, that's what would creep me out. But it's like, I gotta get back yeah, out. Yeah, no, it's sizable for a small child. That's true. That's right. true. Like, if it's underground and you're in frickin' Louisiana, <laughs> that fucker could flood it yeah, any right. minute. Yeah, right. Which we see that and it does. The as soon as ground's the probably soft, so it's probably going to cave in at any moment as well. Yeah. There's, it's probably just... It's honestly a miracle that it hasn't already caved in. <laughs> uh, but we do find a skull, which uh, True mm-hmm. to Form has which is, the diamond, like, in... Which is path... And the diamond, the skull is past a big giant hole. Yeah, also that. There's a big ass hole in the ground. Sure, why not? Mm hmm. Video game you ass know, cave? Yeah, swamp black hole of water. <laughs> Every swamp has one. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got it legally. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, like, true to form, the, uh, the diamond is, like, in the eye socket of the skull. Which leads to a weird scene of Bernard, like, inside the skull, trying to, like, pass it through, but it doesn't fit. And I'm like, so how did he get it in there in the first place? It's not like it grew. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was just that the the skull just kind of fell onto it. Maybe. I don't know. Doesn't really matter, ultimately. 
But uh, and also, I want to address the line when Ping is like, "There's that one section over there that I haven't looked," and she points towards the hole. And Bernard's like, "Well, if I was a pirate, that's where I would keep the diamond." <laughs> yeah. And I would like to say, if I was a pirate in the swamp, I would just make a church and hide it in there. Because that would be the weirdest thing to find. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong, is the thing. Like, who's going to face a random ruined church Me. looking for a diamond that may or may not be there? Uh, literally, Medusa would. I don't think that she would care. But... I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's because she's terrible. But there'd be less kidnapping involved. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's also Medusa. Like, Mr. Snoops might not. Normal people might not. Your treasure would mostly yeah. be fine. Um, but, no, yeah, this does, like, sufficiently, like, draw things out uh, as the tide comes in. And, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I... I, I think I missed how they actually get the diamond out of the skull, finally. Um, At least I don't remember Penny it. grabs a sword and levers it between the teeth. That's right. A motherfucking sword. That's right. She finds a sword and, like, yeah, wrenches it open. That, okay. Uh, I just appreciate Penny's a little badass, unlike a lot right? of, like, Disney girls. Era. Right? Like, I mean, yeah, she's a new type. Yeah. yeah that's she's going to be a gun empire when she goes up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like okay. I can't get this diamond out. Oh look, there's a sword. I'll fucking pry it out right. myself. Right. Go, go, Penny. She'll be in. She'll be. She'll be piloting a giant robot before we know it. Uh, yeah. Get in the robot, Penny. Oh. I was about to say, wow, cool yeah. diamond. Wow, cool, cool skull. <laughs> Where did I put my phone? I lost my phone. I have my notes on it. Oh no! Hang on a sec. Because <laughs> now I am concerned. There it is. Ah, I found it. Anyway. Jeez. Um. Yeah. So they get the diamond out of the skull. Obviously, they get back up top. Shenanigans happen with. Uh, with Medusa and Snoops. I don't remember what actually happened yeah. to Snoops. And this is where we and find out that. Medusa has no intentions of selling the diamond. That's right. She just wants it. Yeah, no, she just wants it. Like, okay. Sure, weird, and whatever. Snoops is like, Mr. Snoop Droops is upset about <laughs> him not getting his cut. It's like, just take all the treasure that Medusa there wants. Yeah, just take all the rest of it and leave, man. Be like, alright, well, bye then. I also love the level of petty where he's like, oh, let me take a peek and she shows him like half a second. I know, right? Yeah. Dude, I love Medusa. Yeah. She's good. Also, Snoops did almost drop Penny back into the hole. I mean, not like he cares. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, Medusa takes Teddy for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Like, she tries to hide it in the teddy bear or something. Mm -hmm. This part gets weird, and I kind of lose track of what's going on a little bit. But... Like, they go... Well, also, to loop back around, um, Everwood got separated from Bernard and Bianca. Yeah. And was trapped on a leaf. Leaf, waiting for a perfect time to get by without 
being in danger of getting eaten by bats. Yeah, right. But everyone gets back to the musket rat's house that has, like, the Deacon Isle, the Minded Mole, you know, the Hillbilly Rabbit, and the Confederate Veteran Turtle. Sure, you know, the classic, classic yeah. team of characters. Yeah, you know, Disney's A-Team. <laughs> God. <laughs> and they all go like, after giving Everrude some a meth moonshine, or meth shine, <laughs> they all go, who's safe, go to save Penny. <laughs> And we cut back to the boat where Medusa has Penny and Snoops at gunpoint. So, yeah, I'll let you take back over, Stephen. Yeah, you know that might as well happen. Sure. Um, she, yeah, she's holding them at gunpoint, basically being like, "None of you, uh, none of y'all are gonna ever take this diamond from me." Uh, it's, this is where I start losing track. Penny just ignores the gun and goes to get Teddy. Yeah, she wants her fucking teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. I can respect yeah. that. Um, yeah, just more evidence that Penny's a badass. And then and she's going to be a gun pilot when she grows up. Right. Um, and then shenanigans kind of ensue. And like I've been saying, mm-hmm. I kind of keep losing track of what's going on here. I think it was a combination of me starting to doze off. And then also just shenanigans in general happening. Um, Basically, the Muskrats, Everwood, and the eight Disney's A team storms the boat and helps Bernard and Bianca fight Medusa and Snoops and Nero and Brutus. One sec. Hang on. Apparently, I got a go for a second. Apparently, it sounds like Artie's getting into something. I'll be right back. (laughs) By all means, go get the dog out of shit. (laughs) My kitty's being good. He's snoozing in his little bed. He'll be fine until about the time we finish recording, because then he knows it'll be his lunchtime. Yeah, Izzy hasn't been crying, so I guess she's good in the rest of the house. Right. Cranberry used to not care about lunch. I accidentally created that monster when I worked a later shift. Because <laughs> while I'm working from home, he would start... You know, of course, he wouldn't want attention because he wasn't used to me. He, he didn't know the difference between working and, okay, you're sitting there not petting me. So it got to the point where when I went on my lunch break or my first break of the day, I would go ahead and give him lunch in the middle of the day. Quit mm. flicking your ears. It doesn't mean it's lunchtime. <laughs> I would give him a little bit of dry food around my first break because I used to work later in the day. So that way I was like, okay, he'll eat that. And that way he won't bother me. And it worked. I mean, he didn't start pestering me for food until dinner time when I was done working. Well, now he expects dinner every day and he knows roughly around the time of day that it should be. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So about a certain time of day now, it's like if I stand up too suddenly or move towards the kitchen, he will be right on my heels demanding food. Like, okay, I know what time it is, mother. <laughs> Hello, Artie. Yeah, for me it's the same, but is he just 
Izzy doesn't want food. She just wants to be under your feet. <laughs> of course. Attention. Yeah. yeah. But also, if you pet her one too many times, she'll try to bite you. Well, of course. But she'll still... Well, the only one in still... Yeah. Cats are like the holy hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> you yeah. must pet God. them the exact number of times. No less than one and no more than three. <laughs> yeah. Cranberry's usually okay with that. He's like that with belly rubs. Like, if he's calm enough, I can sit there and I can pet his belly and he's fine, but... The minute his ears twitch the wrong way, I've got to move my hand or I get being the splat trap. He's a video game boss mm-hmm. giving off his, like, signal. Anyway, um, yeah, back to it. After all the shenanigans, uh, they, oh, shen- You know, big anime fight scene happens. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Shenanigans happen, and then the, the, they leave the adults behind, and the little girl and the mice leave with the diamond. Yeah, they get on the diesel punk jet ski yeah. and use the mesh shine to power <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, this thing is like a little girl driving it and then it's just covered in swamp animals as they're like all waving goodbye mm. as they leave. Like, alright. Sure, I guess. Like, Medusa does grab like the rope that was tied to it. Yeah. And she kind of skis for a moment yeah, before she, like... her near and Brutus gets string-shotted into the boat. Yeah, Medusa, like, somehow ends up, like, hanging off of a pole or something like that, so that, like, Nero and Brutus are, like, snapping at her because they have no loyalty. Yeah, the contract was up, and... Yeah. Like, the contract went in null and void went, as soon as they had to... went airborne yeah. for a moment. <laughs> uh, the getting our asses kicked clause was violated, so we're done here. Yeah. You see, you broke the union agreement. There we go. Yes, you know, the most common dreams yeah. are unionized. Of course they would be. I wouldn't put up with that shit yeah. without it. Um, Why wouldn't they be unionized? All the abuse they get put through. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow, um, okay, Orville, like, left the first chance that he got. Somehow they get back to New York. I don't know. <laughs> They probably, they probably led Penny to the closest police officer, <laughs> and it's like we're just going to ride back with you. I know, right? You just stowed away in her luggage. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so they get back to New York. The rest of this is like summarized as a news report, basically just telling us that like the diamond yeah, the has adventures. Well, the rescuers society are watching the news. Yeah. I know, I love this part because, like, the reporter's just talking about how, like, the diamond has been donated to the Smithsonian, and, oh, hey, look, BT Dubs, this little orphan girl got adopted, and she's like, hey, can I say hi to all of my mouse friends? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, small child? (laughs) And also, remember, kids, if you want to be adopted, well, if you're orphaned and you want to be adopted, you have to prove that you're... (laughs) Have some work to society in order to be adopted. I know! She gets adopted because she gets famous. Like, what the fuck? Or at least that seems to be the implication is that doing all of this, like, got her yep. so famous that, like, a mom and dad found her, I guess. Like, alright. You know, the dad 
kind of has the same mustache as the cat, and you don't see them in the same frame. Oh shit! So I'm going to make the head canon that the cat can shape shift, and he's adopting her. He either shape shifted, or there's an entire side plot that we didn't get to see where he like found some uh, someone in New York who turned him human. Well, you can change back to your cat because he pops up in the news report. There we go. So he can change between cat form and human form. Yeah, there we go. It's that. Yeah, but yeah it, it switches over to the mice just watching the, bro- the broadcast. And they're like, aha, those silly humans, they don't know that we can talk. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And like, I guess... And then, oh, wouldn't you know it, a new uh, thing, a new notice comes in about some kid somewhere else that's in trouble. Yeah. And Bernard's like, oh, you're... Evan Rude flies in and is, like, holding a letter. That's right! It's not even just that they get the mail or anything. This firefly from fucking Mississippi, I guess, decided he's going to work for them now. And just, like, <laughs> flies in with a whole-ass piece of paper. Um... Assuming he flew from Mississippi because they're surprised to see him. Yeah, that's right. They are. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Go home, man. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I got nothing going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it. There's a new kid somewhere else who needs to be rescued. I love the how this like goes out with Bernard being like, oh, it looks like you guys are gonna need some volunteers. He's the implication being that he just wants to go lie down and take himself a nap. <laughs> and then Bianca, like, raises his hand for him, and he's like, what? Oh. But I don't wanna. <laughs> Damn and it, Bianca is like, my high's coming down, we have to go. <laughs> yeah, I know! <laughs> and then that's, that's where it fades out, is the implication that, like, he's just forever going to be, like, drug along on all of these dangerous things because she needs her adrenaline high. He secretly gets that off on too. It. I mean, to be fair, I did. I've forgotten that they weren't married. I assume that they are for the by the no. time the next movie I'm rolls just, around. Yeah, I, I think so too because I think that's where I thought they was got the idea that they was married because I assume in this movie they was married and they weren't. No, nope. <laughs> they just no. He proposes in the next movie. They just met. That's the wild thing. They met today. Yeah, and they, they already kind of act like they've been dating for a long time. That's just Bianca junk, like diving headfirst into things. Mm-hmm. I mean, also they're mice, so they don't live That's very also long. true. A day is a lot longer. True. Not a lot of time to mess around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, so that's movie. We are taken out on um, another set of vocals, another song. The, the music in this was pretty good. Yeah, we get one more Orville scene. We do. Where Everwood helps them oh, yeah, get some air. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. They're leaving, off for, they're leaving for their next job and, like, fucking... Uh, also, it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's Friday the 13th. We saw a calendar earlier yep. in the movie that said it was the 12th. So, like, they did all of this in one day or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's right. I forgot. There is another Orville scene where like he his his takeoff was bad before. This time he just straight up almost dies, except that Evan Rude catches him, and it's like, all right, <laughs> they fly off into the sunset as the credits roll. 
And this is where we get our second Goofy oh, that's right. screen. Yeah, we got like... I think the second one was doing the first penny chase. Something like that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's movie. Yep, that's movie. We we didn't have any questions on the Twitter. Uh, let me go into the thing. There's a smell bag. Dude. We still got a couple of the yeah, mail bag. We had some uh, someone in there just ranting about Twitter. That was weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean I mean it just screams at you whenever make an account if you just try to look at something. Yeah. <laughs> Even give an idea. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. Twitter just yells a lot. It yells at you. Mm-hmm. So I 100% don't blame you for not having a Twitter up here. Um, yeah. Our first one is from Flutterdark. Uh, let me see. He said, oh, it's that movie. Now, I don't know if this is in this movie or the sequel, but whoever came up with the idea of using storks for airplanes had a good idea. Uh, but if you had to pick a bird, which, uh, which would you pick? Basically, I guess... Uh, uh, like if you had to pick a bird for your airplane, uh, I did not see the details on this, but apparently the, it was originally going to be a pigeon. I guess because of New York, and that's just really fucking mm-hmm. funny to me. Like using no, I'm going to go in the other direction and say, um, I forget what it's called, um, a griffin hawk. A what? I think it's like I think it's the largest bird that can still fly. Griffin uh. Hawk. Is he a Griffin Hawk or Griffin Eagle? Griffin Eagle sounds better because Eagles are usually bigger than Hawks. Oh my god. Wait, that's a. That's an actual Griffin that somebody made. Hang on! <laughs> Not an actual Griffin. Yeah, either. no. I was like, wait a second, there are too many legs on that. <laughs> wait a minute. I would do a crow because they're smart and also like you don't fuck with crows. Mm-hmm. Like if you get enough of them in one spot, you wouldn't have to worry about your flight being interrupted because the crow would just fuck their shit up. Oh, it's a griffin vulture. Yeah. Griffin vulture. Look okay. at this okay. dude. Big. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of leg room. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Best way to fly on a carrier jet. God, look at the wingspan on this thing. And you'd be a solo passenger. Or even if you had somebody on there with you, that'd be plenty of room to kick back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we didn't have too many. Uh, Deep Sea saying, I know so little about this film. <laughs> Here's uh, Veer, you're posting just a list of things that happen in this movie. Like I said, I think I'm going to just use this. Word for word as the description for the, uh, for the I mean, episode I was, when I post it. I was trying to give people things to talk, ask questions about. Yeah. Oh, and then Kat saying, don't forget the hidden porn frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we yes. did discuss. Uh, uh, hang on one second. Before I get to the next question, I'm looking something up. When I really spell. That's like Casey did ask a question right under that. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm trying to find, see if I can find a picture of it from the movies. There it is. Okay, there we go. So yeah, um, Aurora Borealis, uh, currently named the Aurora Rescuers. 
posted uh, who's the color skull and like I said for things like this I always just default back to one eyed bully from the Goonies who I was I looked up a picture of him real quick that's him just going hey look like he just I mean is it who has a cool skull in their head or in their possession because that I'm sure the pred like some predator out there has a good collection of skulls. That is a good point. Uh, let me see if I can find the shot from Predator. I mean, from Predator. Also, II. like, um, probably like a dragon, dragon slayer. I'd say the coolest skull is uh, Captain Flynn from Treasure Planet. Yeah. Remember the dude with like the six eyes? He's got like the long snout, like filled with all the teeth and shit. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool skull. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. I found I found the skull wall from Predator Two. Soon as it'll let me post. There it goes. Ha ha. Look at that shit. Look at those. Got fucking. That's very true. Fucking dinosaur skulls and xenomorph skull. Well, it looks like a space dragon skull. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta go with that then. Man, predator. Predator cool. I've I always preferred aliens. Predator, predator is cool. Uh. No, the the yeah, they always keep sending him to Earth. Well, sending predators to Earth and the same the movies and around that. But I really want to see a predator movie where the predator just hunts something big. I know. Like, let us see him, he a predator kill a space dragon. Yeah, it does. You, you don't have to put all of them like on oh. Earth or that one that was a bunch of people taken to an alien planet. Fucking make me a predator movie that's them just hunting other shit. About like an awesome predator matchup, and oh my god, I have to see if I can find it now. Like while we're doing this, I'll be okay. looking. Okay. Uh, then that was me responding. There we go. The Aurora Rescuers. Hey, what message or what message or image would you include in the Disney movie? I would include. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I was drink more Pepsi. Just a fucking what? You know what? Because I am a because I'm a sellout. I would say the Resident Beats logo (laughs) with our Patreon and (laughs) Discord links and probably a link to like Spotify and just set it into like one of the big Marvel movie scenes with shows like New York City. There we go. And then just have it on the big screen of Town Square. There you go. There you and go. And Cat, I missed yours. What did you say you would do? <laughs> Drink more Pepsi. Oh, 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 okay. One to fuck with people, and two to piss off Coke, because then that would inspire like a bidding <laughs> war. Like, well, why the fuck are you promoting Pepsi? Why That's not? Incredible. Coke? <laughs> and no, and then at a different scene in the movie, have Coke also. <laughs> no, not Jesus. in a different scene. Just not in a different scene. Like, half of the DVD releases have Pepsi, and then the other half of them in that same exact spot have Coke. Now, yes. if we was going to bend the rules of this question to be where, if we could add any character, I'd say, in the fundamental rules of storytelling, you have to have one Rupa in your movie, and you need one instead. Gosh, I could say his name. There's a dragoon from Final Fantasy XIV. God. God. 
Uh, so yeah, so that's all of our answers to that. We'll just put whatever the fuck we want in them, I guess. Who would win? Uh, also yeah. from the Aurora yep. Rescuers. Who would win in a fight? Basil or whatever the guy or whatever the guy mouse from the Rescuers name. Wait. Bernard would win from sheer luck. Wait, who's Basil? Which one's Basil? From uh, Great Mouse Detective. Oh, right. Damn. Okay. I was for some reason thinking um, mm. the mouse from the Aristocats. And I'm like, wait, that's not his name. Okay. That's uh, Never Roquefort. mind. Yeah, that's Roquefort. Was Basil the Sherlock or the Watson? I say Bernard would win, but like he wouldn't even know that there was any kind of a competition ah. going on. It would just be sheer dumb luck, and Basil <laughs> would get more and more fed up. <laughs> alternatively, yeah, I like that. Alternatively, Bianca wins the fight for him again because of yeah. her adrenaline dirtiness. <laughs> She's like, "Here, hon, I got this," and he's like, "Wait, what?" Like, Bernard gets dragged into it, but Bianca finishes the fight. Yeah. <laughs> right, and Bernard has no idea what's going on the Basil entire time. Basil tries to pull yeah. some shit, like, oh, well, I, it would be rude of me to hit a lady, and then she just decks him. <laughs> she just blocks him. I don't think he even finishes for... He gets, like, half a syllable into the sentence, and she <laughs> just knocks him the fuck out. Yep, there we go. Or even... No, no, he's so busy simping over Bianca that he doesn't know he stepped right in the way of one of his own traps. <laughs> and that's what takes him out mid-sentence. <laughs> but Bianca still punches him just to get that... Oh, absolutely. Just to get that one spike of adrenaline going. Exactly. Absolutely. Or she thinks his, like, whole booby trap is like a roller coaster ride, and that's where she gets her adrenaline God, kick. right. Yeah. Oh, Artie. <laughs> He's up here just snoozing. Uh, let me get back into the mailbag. There we go. Yep. Okay. Uh, how does Stuart Little hold out, hold against either of them? Stuart Little is a chump. I honestly don't remember anything yeah. about the Stuart, Stuart Little. Stuart Little is also a child. There's also that. And Bianca is, is a, a drone craze adult. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stand it. Wait, no. Stuart Little's got a car. Bianca adopts him just to, like, drive him around and do his crazy inventions with him. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, the fight doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, he gets adopted. He's their there stepson. There we go. Yeah. Bianca drives, he's, and she drives way too fast. Right. Okay. Uh, our, all of our remaining questions are just from Aurora Rescuers, so I'm not going to say her name each time. Uh, hey, is Madame Medusa, like, kind of hot? Or am I just weird and, like, fucked up evil women? No, you know what? She's got a kind of going on. I mean... She's got junk but... in the trunk. I mean, yeah. Like... Yeah. She, like... I guess. In a Tom Carrera DeVille kind of way, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Can't rate for the Medusa live action movie where we find out that she was actually a good child kidnapper <laughs> and she was playing on adopting Penny after God. all this as a surprise. <laughs> God. God, that, I, I, I still haven't even watched Cruella. I just can't take that movie seriously. Disney, you can't I have that. I won't let you have yeah. make a horrible movie like that. <laughs> I can't I stop can't. you, but I'm going to say it. I don't yeah. approve, but Somebody I can't Somebody on Tumblr was you. like, no, her whole thing is, I am woman, hear me roar. And it's like her whole shtick is literally wanting to make a coat out of puppies. Yeah. Like even, tr 
like Star Kids Tristed play, where they had the scene where all the villains pop up t- talking about their side of the story, and Clara pops up and it's like all of them is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Right, right. <laughs> Why did I just picture like Judge for like uh, Judge Prolo looking at her and going like, "Dude, what the right? fuck?" Because like <laughs> even even the Glenn Close live action one was like, "No, she just does this." Like mm-hmm. her whole like yeah, she's a crazy weird cool fashionista or whatever, but like she also just does this. Like the the Dalmatians it's like I'm doing it because yeah, the Dalmatians weren't even like a unique situation. Because it's yeah, fashion. Yeah, exactly. Walk, walk, fashion, baby. Dogs, dogs, fashion, mm-hmm. baby. No. <laughs> like, if this... If the movie was... Like, I haven't seen it, so... If it is actually this, then I apologize. But if it's just... Literally just us following her as a villain, and it doesn't try to make his... Like, justify her actions, then... Sure, the movie's probably good, but... Going I mean, purely off want- of the trailers... <laughs> yeah. It just seems you like they're trying to justify her actions. No, Veer, have you heard about... I mean, you guys want to spoil Have you heard about the thing with her mom, Veer? <laughs> no, That's but I feel like I'm about to. Yes. It's so stupid! Can I, can, can I tell him? Yes. Can I tell him? Her mom got killed by yes. Dalmatians. Ah. That's why she doesn't like them! Ah. The... Classic Her tragic backstory. By a pack of vicious Dalmatians. <laughs> it's, it's not even just. Uh, yes. It's not even just that. My mother died while I, by dancing, and so I must hate dancing as well. It's, no, it's not even just that. The like bad guy, whatever of the movie played uh, played by um, what is it? Helen Mirren? Not Helen Mirren. Damn it. Someone I big. forget who. But yeah, you know who I mean. Um. <laughs> Fucking! It turns out that she's actually Cruella's like birth mother, but she didn't want to have a kid and just shoved off the baby on like some employee who raised her as her own. Or Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Thank you. But like, she was actually Cruella's birth mother, but didn't want to have a kid and just shoved her off on like some employee who uh, ended up raising her as her own. And the entire reason she was, and then later on when Cruella's like. I don't know, like 10 or something, goes to a party that Emma Thompson is throwing. Basically, just to be like, hey, can you raise your kid? Like, I love her to death, but, like, she needs to know that you're her mother or something like that. And instead of, like, hearing her out, she blows a whistle, prompting, like, a pack of... (laughs) A pack of Dalmatians to charge at her, but they're standing, like, on the edge of a cliff and they knock her off of the said cliff and that and Cruella yep. like off to the side is watching the whole thing happen and like that prompts her to be like I'm gonna take this woman down and it's like what the fuck is happening that's not even like that that's not even like the climax of the movie or anything is it no no that's her tragic backstory it's so stupid yeah so like I said the classic backstory my mother yep. was killed by dancing, so I must kill dancing. Like, all right, Roadhouse. Road, wait, Roadhouse. <laughs> all right, looks like we got another uh, journal entry. Oh yeah, hang on, let me get back over to that. There we go. Okay, <laughs> I love these. 
Hey friends and family reading this, it's once again our Arizona Borealis. <laughs> so I found a message in a bottle the other day on that supervillain island giving me a tip to do some, ur <laughs> some urban exploration in the Big Apple. New York City, baby, the best city in the world. <laughs> um, where was I? There it is. Anyway, I tried to look around in, there, in every crook and nanny. Every crook and nanny. God damn it. <laughs> to, to find some sort of tiny mouse society, but I've got no luck. What I did find was rather intriguing. Was it a hot lady? Is that where you're going with all of this? Uh, whilst digging around through the dumpster outside of Johnny Appleseed's diner, I found a strange package addressed to me next to some strange pulp novels like the, ta the like Tazin the Monkey Guy and Wizard of Oz. <laughs> what is happening? I mentioned some clues about Project Atlas being hidden... Mount Agefengus? I am saying that wrong. <laughs> e I'm not going to try anymore. I Just stop. Just I don't stop remember trying. enough from when I took German to the It's in it. Germany. It's a, a mountain in Germany, a mountain in, I guess. A mountain in Germany. Yeah. <coughs> mm, excuse me. And has plane tickets and supplies to find it. This should be my greatest adventure yet. And then, and then she comes back like... Ten minutes later, saying, and that's the last she wrote before she mysteriously disappeared on her German trip. Oh yeah. Also, if it wasn't clear, all the Arizona bits were me reading the notes from my relative, whose relation to me is unclear. I wonder if we'll see the conclusion to this whole arc soon. Maybe. Who knows? Either way, Buck Cluck from Chicken Little is a horrible parent. Good night, everyone. What the fuck? Uh, speaking of Project <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> While I was waiting for our time access to line back up, some documents kind of just magically popped up. Oh no. Out of time space. Oh no, I'm frightened. And let me skim through this. Um, oh no. Um, Pre-Ginger Race. Um, this Nye. Um, ancient Trickster God Minus. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> ancient God War. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. Um, so, as legends told, for a great prophet of this nigh, the last of his planet, it said, told of a the ancient well, evil that would be unleashed by free... He, it, hold on. I'm not an idiot. Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess I am for going on that. Anyway, going on. Uh, ancient evil unleashed by free idiots. Oh, yeah. Only that's us. The great darkness is to who power the ancient, this nigh artifact atlas with, with a piece of art. As toxic as the ancient goddess, this, which must be of made with a chicken and sky, uh -oh. and not of not of the true will, but not of the dimension of D, well, dimension of two, and blah 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 blah. So, 
Looks uh, like we're going to have to do something drastic to save the universe from falling apart. Great. Steven? Great. Well, we normally announce our next movie after the plugs, but yeah, I've been informed that we have to do Taken Metal next time, so um, yeah. So we'll see if that gets it. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen yeah. bits of the movie, never watched it um, all the way through at least. Uh, it was, I think it was on TV for a while or something uh, that Grayson uh, would like stumble across and make us watch uh, pieces of. But like, I really don't remember anything other than the weird little alien guys. I want to say Great. that Hold on. Hold on. Found something else in this document. Uh. Uh, the prophet waltz into. Is Walt Disney a fucking alien? I mean, yes, I think so. Anyway, let's do plugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where did I put my phone? Hang on, hang on. Oh, there it is. Let me get Twitter pulled back up. There it is. Okay, I uh, will as uh, well. Well, as always, start off with Nero. Uh, you can find them at Dragon Smoocher on Twitter. There is also Prime Cuts Pod, the Twitter for Prime Cuts, the um, uh, Transformers podcast that they are doing. There's also Heidelin Radio, the Twitter for Radio Free Heidelin, which they are doing with Jane uh, from the she uh, podcast that they did a while back. Uh, in this case, the two of them are trying to go through the plot of Final Fantasy XIV. Best of luck with that. And then also, I am on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name on it. There's also Resi Beats Pod, the re- uh, Twitter for Resident Beats, which I'm on with Veer and our guest from last week, Ben, and a couple other people where we play uh, interstitial. And then also sometimes just do whatever and uh, try to torture uh, one of the other people in there with stuff about JoJo, which is fun for me. Yeah. And there's also Data underscore Tastic, where I'll... Get back to posting regularly eventually. I'm going to try it tonight. I'm going to try to make a post for it today and then keep going. You from keep the- saying I keep saying that. I know I keep saying it. Shut up. Cat, it's your turn. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Z-87. You can also find me with Steven on our Kingdom Hearts podcast where I promise you we are in the process of recording the first episode of the new game. Yeah. Somebody lost track of time last night. Yeah. Hey, 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 but hey, we will hey, hope hey. to get it. I soon. tried to tell you what was going on, and then you never responded, and I just assumed that you fell asleep. I was, tried to stay. I saw that you were that you had lost track uh, lost track of time, so I tried to stay awake, and then I made the mistake of reclining my chair. And the next thing I know, it's oh, two a.m. Yeah, there we go. And uh, here. Hi, I'm V. I'm the guy who plays Nalto in the podcast Stephen mentioned earlier. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you can find me at www.patreon.com slash Disney minus. <laughs> but if you don't want to pay, you can join the Discord. <laughs> I don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> oh, goodness. I thought, of, I thought about yeah. it. Uh, I'll talk about it later. I thought about trying to start this one, but I don't uh, know what I would offer. But, yeah. <laughs> I guess we're doing Chicken Riddle yeah, next let me, time. Let me get the list pulled up so I can take care of that. Beep, boop, bop. Anyway, 
I guess you're going to see us fight the dark goddess Dude. is of creation, Maria Stoneborn. Fine. For... Chicken. Yeah. Fine, chicken. Well, next week. There it is. Poultry minuscule from toward the. Boop. So, join us for the big climatic battle next yeah. week or the week after next. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if y'all doing a. I don't know. Kingdom Hearts one. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, let me see. Today is the twenty fifth. Uh, next week should also be Kingdom Hearts, which means we really gotta try to finish that one. Um, so, and then we right. will record uh, our next episode on October 9th. Um, I guess we'll try to find you a good spot in the battlefield. <laughs> God. Um, I guess, uh, I guess I think I can ask now. Were you wanting to guess on that one, too? I guess I have to. Aha! Yeah! Is Nero not going to be here? Uh, Nero might be. I don't know. But um, since uh, the, the whole stuff so far has been... I mean, it would be kind of awkward if Nero wasn't here be, since they're part of it. That will be funny, actually. That will be really funny. Um... If it if it ends up with that Nero has to miss that win or something, uh, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll find out then. For now, as we always say, fuck Disney, fuck Disney, fuck Disney, and Aurora Bay Explorer, Bay's Explorer, Aurora Borealis. What? Okay, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs>